welcome to the Product Science Podcast, where we're helping startup founders and product leaders build high-growth products, teams, and companies through real conversations with people who have tried it and aren't afraid to share lessons learned from their failures along the way. I'm your host, Holly Hester Riley, founder and CEO of H2R Product Science. and welcome to the Product Science Podcast. I'm so excited to be starting this podcast. It's something I've been thinking about for a long time, and um, I can't wait to share it with uh, you, my wonderful listeners. So let me tell you a little bit about what the Product Science Podcast is and why I'm so excited. Uh, First, you might be wondering who I am. My name is Holly Hester Riley, and I am the founder and CEO of H2R Product Science. We are a product management training and consulting company based in New York City. Uh, We got started in January of 2017. At H2R Product Science, we teach the science of high growth product development. What do I mean by that? Well, what I mean is that um, there are repeatable aspects to what makes a high growth product, um, how you build a high growth product, what a high growth product team operates like. And I wanna bring those principles out and share them with you all and help you all learn how to do it too. Um, How did I get here? Well, the reason why I am saying that is because I've been in the New York City tech industry for over a decade. And before that, I was a Columbia University research scientist doing academic research into chemical engineering, specifically targeted drug delivery. And I loved doing lab science and planning experiments and doing um, landscape research to understand what had already been learned that I could build off of. But I didn't love some of the other elements of the research scientist's life. And I found that the New York City tech industry was um, very young, but exciting at the time. And I ended up making the switch over to the New York City tech industry. And um, I've been in it for over a decade now. The first five years were in early stage startups where the team was less than 10 people. And the last five years were high growth startups um, and went through some really incredible growth stories. The first one was MediaMath, which is now a unicorn. MediaMath is an ad tech company and it's based here in New York City, um, led by Joe Zawadzki, who is a great um, visionary for actually what I think of as sort of evidence-based advertising. When I joined MediaMath, there were 140 people there and I was there through this incredible growth period. Um, In just three years, we went to 800 people. And I was a senior product manager there, uh, working on a new interface for their flagship product, which was a platform and a complex ecosystem running uh, ad technology. And um, I saw so many things in those years and I learned so much from so many great people who worked at MediaMath during that time. After that, I went to Shutterstock, which had already IPO'd, was one of uh, Silicon Alley's earliest success stories for tech IPOs with their founder, John Oranger, having become Silicon Alley's first billionaire or founder billionaire. And when I went there, I got to really make a big impact. I started off analyzing a, a struggling business unit called SkillFeed and making the case with evidence uh, that we should just shut it down, which was not easy. Um, but was a transformational experience for me and a great thing for the company because we were able to redirect those resources. From there, I led the launch of Shutterstock Editor from prototype to a successful public beta. And that was in just three months. Um, We got praise from our target users who loved that it saved them time and it made their lives easier. And from there, we built out a product strategy and a roadmap and a resource plan for how to scale the team 
um, three times the number of resources on it. And by the end of Shutterstock Editor's first year, the team was continually delivering valuable improvements and the product usage had grown 10x from its first month. So that was an incredible opportunity and incredible experience for me to be the product leader, you know, working on that and the related workflows. So after that, I did a couple other projects at Shutterstock, and then I left and founded H2R Product Science. Um, in total, I've worked on over a dozen new product launches, and um, I've worked with early stage startups as clients. I've worked with growing companies. I've worked with enterprises trying to be more innovative or um, you know, increase their product capacity. And at the end of the day, what I most care about is that the people I work with are smart, they are ambitious, they are curious, and they wanna know what works and why does it work and how can they apply it in their environment, in their context. They're willing to try things and they're willing to have those things fail, but along the way, they know that they'll grow and some of the things will work and then um, they'll keep moving forward and they'll learn more and they'll do more and they'll grow more. I'm super excited to share these learnings with all of you. Okay, so um, why am I excited about this podcast? Well, one of the main things that I teach is continuous product discovery. Continuous product discovery is the practice of um, making a regular habit, a regular process of um, testing your ideas, testing your assumptions, testing your products, testing um, the, the business value or the usability or the feasibility of the product that you're trying to build. And in the process of doing continuous product discovery, one of the things that I teach is doing continuous interviewing. Um, I, f I think the best product teams have a regular pipeline of interviews and um, they're constantly testing whatever are the biggest, riskiest things going on with them in a given you know, week, a given sprint. Um, they're testing those things with actual customers, with their target market. So I'd been doing that for years. I did that when I was at Shutterstock, launching Shutterstock Editor, and I did that when I was at MediaMath and we were building a new user interface for the platform. And I think it is one of the lowest effort, most valuable things to do. So when I decided that I was going to start my own company, of course, I started doing that for my company. So in my first year of business, I talked to probably about 100 people about the state of product management and what they were trying to do to build high growth products and learned about different organization structures and different challenges they faced and started to really see some patterns about how things worked across different size companies, different stages of companies, different industries, different um, types of tech stacks, different skill levels in the in the talent in the organization. And um, I just felt like I was learning so much and I loved it, but it felt like such a shame. Why would I keep that all to myself? Shouldn't everybody learn all of these things? Uh, I'm really driven by helping other people learn how to build a great product and I want to scale this knowledge and scale the capability of building good products that make a difference for real customers, that make a difference for real people. You know, whether it's helping somebody with a B2C product, maybe just make their daily life a little easier at home, you know, manage some of the chaos a little better, or whether it's um, a B2B product and, you know, it's helping people in the workforce get their jobs done better or make a bigger impact. I want more product managers to feel excited about what they're doing. I want more product leaders and more startup founders to feel like they have the tools and the toolkit to consistently work towards their vision and 
feel comfortable with the failure that comes all along the way because the only way to get to something great is to try and not be afraid to fail because you will learn from every misstep and then you will get stronger and then you can try again in a different way. And sure, there are some people out there that just luck into something amazing and, um, you know, it takes the world by storm and their story has few failures in it. And oh my God, now they're millionaires or billionaires. But the secret is that most great products what they had was somebody with a passion, somebody with a vision, and someone who was not afraid to keep trying and to learn from the things that they tried and what worked and what didn't, and to have that growth mindset. So I want to help the startup founders of today and tomorrow and the product leaders of today and tomorrow. I want to help them have that growth mindset. I want to help them learn from the stories of people who've been there before. And I want to help them feel empowered within their organizations to make a difference, to fight for the right thing. Because so many product managers that I talk to tell me, well, Holly, um, I didn't understand why my boss asked me to build this feature or this thing. And I thought that the strategy we were following didn't make sense because I had some you know, counter evidence to it. But nobody would listen when I tried to tell them. I know far too many product managers who have decided that it wasn't the right career for them or lost faith that they would be successful in this area, not because they didn't understand how to build a good product, but because they didn't know how to convince the other people in their organization. They didn't have the confidence to set forth their strategy with um, compelling evidence and they couldn't change the minds around them. Their organizations fell back to, you know, leading by highest paid person's opinion and they would be demoralized and stop trying or um, think that product management is just about taking orders and not developing a strategy, developing a product towards that mission, testing and iterating until you get there. And I want them to know that there are ways around that. If you're facing that, we can work on it. And I want to share stories with you of people who've done it. And I'll, you know, can share my story as well. And um, just know that people like me are out here and we, um, you know, we do coaching and training and just put content into the world to try and help others, especially those who are inspired to make a difference and to build something good in the world. You know, I have all these conversations already and they were so transformative and exciting and I would go and tell the people that I saw the next day or people that I saw online and I just wanted to make this more accessible in public. So after uh, some some hard work and some good luck and some good fortune, um, I'm excited to be launching this podcast now and I hope that you find it as valuable as I have found these conversations. My goal for the Product Science Podcast is for us to have people who are still rising up hear from people who've been there but feel like they're eavesdropping on a on a nice private conversation um so you know uh help me hold me to it um i the podcast can only get better with your feedback and so i really want everybody to share their thoughts their questions to you know tweet and post on linkedin and um, social media what questions they have and how they've tried to use this and did any of these stories help them in their organization um, because I think these tales from the trenches can be really powerful. Um, I, I think you're going to be pretty excited about our guests. I've already interviewed Marty Kagan, the founder of the Silicon Valley Product Group, uh, Barry O'Reilly from um, author of Lean Enterprise and recently uh, number one best-selling business management book, Unlearn. 
I've interviewed a couple of startup founders, Michelle Feaster and Patrick Campbell, who are doing some pretty incredible things with their companies, and some product leaders who are uh, out there making an impact with companies every day. And I can't wait to record even more and share even more of these stories. Let's see, is there anything else you should know about this show? Well, I have been inspired by Christopher Lockheed's Legends and Losers, which is now renamed to Follow Your Different. And the thing about it that I love is that it is a dialogue show instead of a standard interview. So the length of the episodes can vary um, because he's trying to have a real natural conversation and it's however long it lasts. So that's going to be true for mine as well. I think most often the episodes will be probably around 45 minutes, but if there's a conversation that's just really deep, um, I'm not going to cut it short just because of that. I want you to um, be able to learn as much as possible and, Hey, if I'm having fun with the conversation, then hopefully you'll have fun listening. We're going to do seasons. So the first season will probably be about a dozen episodes or so, and then we'll take a little break and, um, you know, gather feedback and test and iterate. And then, um, you know, if everything's going well, we'll come out with another season after that. Episodes will release once a week, and you'll always be able to find them on your favorite subscription services or at productsciencepodcast.com. We'll be super excited if you'll share and let us know what you're thinking and how, how you like the show. Thank you so much for listening. I'm super excited to begin this journey with you and let's build some awesome products. Enjoying this episode? Don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss next week's episode. I also encourage you to visit us at productsciencepodcast.com to sign up for more information and resources from me and our guests. If you love the show, a rating and review would be greatly appreciated. Thank you. Mm -hmm.